Ignite your best life. Yoga is the spark. Hello, I'm Brett Larkin. Welcome back to the Yoga Hacks podcast. Today I'm answering another user question and I think this is just uh, an issue that comes up a lot and it has to do with the heat. Practicing in a heated room as compared to practicing in an air-conditioned room. Hopefully you're in my free Facebook group, Yoga Hacks, H-A-C-K-S, yogahackscommunity.com, which I think is where this question originally got asked. And someone was asking, is it okay that I'm practicing my yoga in air conditioning? I just really don't like being hot. And then I know there are other people who just love that sweaty Bikram room and tons and tons of heat. So in this podcast, we're just going to go over why you may or may not want to practice in the heat and the advantages and disadvantages of heat compared to regular temperature compared to air conditioning. Make sure you're on my email list and that you've downloaded my holiday gift guide if you're listening to this in and around Thanksgiving and the new year. You can get it right at my website, brettlarkin.com. And I'm hosting a 20-day meditation event inside our membership community, Uplifted, which is so much fun. So check that out at upliftedyoga.com if you think you want to join us this December. All right, now let's dive into our topic of why someone would want to practice in the heat in the first place. Where did this concept of heated yoga even come from? So the first thing you might think of when I say heated yoga is Bikram. So there's basically two kinds of heated yoga out there. There's what's called Bikram hot yoga, which is 103 or 105 degree room, I believe, very, very hot. And Bikram Chodroy is a huge kind of personality in the yoga world. He's sort of trademarked his sequence of yoga poses. And if you go to a Bikram class, it's the same 32 postures every single time that you go. And it's always in this super heated, sweaty room. So Bikram is one style of hot yoga and probably the most well-known form. Now, a lot of people have picked up on the whole hot yoga trend. So you may see like regular studios or maybe the most famous being core power yoga. If you've heard of core power doing yoga in a heated room as well, but they just do vinyasa style yoga in a heated room. It's not quote unquote Bikram yoga with Bikram's trademark sequence and exact uh, sort of 32 postures that he does in a row. Um, so those are the two kinds of heated yoga out there, regular vinyasa yoga in a hot room and Bikram specialized, always the same sequence yoga in a hot room. And we could do a whole podcast just on Bikram yoga, but for now, I'll keep it simple. And whether it's core power or just a studio that's decided to add in a little heat, maybe not as heat as hot as Bikram, but just add in some heat or Bikram. The reason behind all of this is that at least according to Bikram, the idea was to make the yoga room as hot as it would be if you were practicing in India. So this is one reason that they claim that you should practice in a very hot environment because yoga was originally developed in India and it's extremely hot there. So to have the most authentic yoga experience, you want it to be hot like it would have been when the ancient yogis were practicing, you know, centuries ago when it was very warm. That is one reason that 
they propagate heat. The second reason is that when you're hot, your muscles just are warm and you tend to open up easier um, or more easily. Think back, maybe you've had an experience of where you've gone to a heated class, but did you feel like you were able to maybe stretch into your full range of motion? Maybe you felt a little more flexible in that class as compared to a non-heated class. Everyone's experience is going to be unique, but if you think about it, it does make sense that if we warm up the muscles and just get everything juicy, that you are going to have more range of motion and increased flexibility in a heated room. So those are kind of the two pros, I guess I would say, for, well, I don't even know if I'd call them pros, but the two reasons that people like heated yoga and sort of where it came from. And the third that I would add in there would just be that, you know, sweating is very detoxifying according to a lot of different cultures, right? Like you've maybe heard of sweat lodges or just Ever since the beginning of time, there's always been this idea that sweat and detox are kind of synonymous. So obviously when you're in a superheated room, you sweat a lot more. So that would be reason number three. Okay, so those are all the reasons sort of for the heat, right? You you open up your muscles better, you sweat and get all these toxins out of the body, and it's a more like authentic experience because, you know, if you were in India and you were like, a yogi back in the day, it would be very hot. Um, on the other side, why is a heated room maybe not so great? Well, if you tend to get dizzy or dehydrated easily, heated room's not such a great fit for you. Also, my personal biggest issue, and <laughs> why I felt compelled to make this podcast, with heated yoga is that Yes, it's great to sweat and detox. However, you could sweat and detox just by going to a sauna or a steam room, right? When you start doing yoga in the equivalent of a sauna or a steam room, which Bikram yoga certainly is, all of a sudden you're just sweating no matter what. So whether you're doing the posture, the yoga pose with integrity, and by with integrity I mean you know, firming the muscles to the bones in every posture, going to your deepest range in every posture, really activating through your core muscles and finding a long spine. You could do that or you could just sort of be going through the motions. You're going to sweat no matter what, right? Because you're in a hot room. So that's one place where I don't love hot yoga because you can't really tell if you're working or not based on your sweat or maybe how elevated your heart rate is because it's going to be elevated and you're going to be sweating regardless. I also don't love the idea of superheating up the muscles in order to find your deepest range. I think we live in this culture where more is always better and everyone thinks you know more flexibility is better. The reality is with yoga, we just want a healthy amount of flexibility despite what Instagram may tell you. The goal isn't to be able to do the splits or take our leg over our head. You want what is a healthy amount of flexibility for your muscles, for your joints, and for that to be balanced with strength. So it's really not about becoming Gumby. And I think you can sort of get into that addicted, sweaty, Gumby feeling 
if you're constantly doing hot yoga. What's great about doing yoga in a normal temperature room or even an air-conditioned room is that any heat or sweat that you generate is going to be internal and genuine. By that, I mean it's going to be, you're going to be sweating because your body's working really, really hard, not because it just happens to be hot. Um, And then in terms of the breath, it's sort of a double-edged sword, right? If you are practicing in a heated room, all of a sudden it can be difficult. It's very challenging. So you have to breathe very deeply. And this was the one thing I did love about Bikram and heated yoga when I was doing it is that you do really have to pay attention to the breath in a deeper way because if you don't breathe and do your yoga breathing, you're going to pass out because it's that hot. Um, So I guess that's kind of a pro. (laughs) On the other hand, I don't think we should have to take ourselves to that far and extreme just to find our breath. Um, But it it is a benefit. If you do go to a heated class, notice how disciplined you get with your breathing and then try to bring that into a non-heated class environment where you could maybe get away with taking shallower breaths or not paying attention to the breath quite as much. Um, But see if you still can, even though it's not heated, and then you'll have a really, really deep practice and know that all the tapas or heat you're generating is coming from the inside out, not just because you're in a steam room. So to go back to our original user question, is it okay to practice in air conditioning? Is it okay to, you know, always practice in the heat? This is a completely personal preference. I hope that by listening to this podcast, it outlines some of the pros and cons of each or just why you might want to consider one over the other. I personally think going to a hot yoga class once a week so that you can sweat all those toxins out and you know get that really super wet sweaty workout on is fun and a, and a great idea. I think if you're addicted to hot yoga and it's the only yoga you do that maybe you should change it up because you should do a reality check with yourself and go to a regular non-heated class and see if you're able to break a sweat or really engage your muscles or get a workout without the sauna-like room. See where that tapas, that heat is coming from. Are you generating any or are you just completely dependent on being in a sauna? And then notice your breathing in both of them as well because the hot room really forces you to breathe deeply, but it can be very difficult and challenging if you have any kind of anxiety, respiratory issues, dizziness, if you start to feel faint. And obviously you don't want to mess with hot yoga if, that, if you fall into any of those categories. So it's up to you. I personally, I love practicing in a room that's warm. I don't think anyone super loves doing yoga when they're cold. I just don't like being cold in general. So my fantasy ideal yoga practice is like outdoors on a warm day or in a studio that's not heated but is just naturally warm and maybe there's heat from the other students and the other people in the room but it's not pumped like a sauna. And again, I personally think it's fun to go to hot yoga once in a blue moon or once a week um, or part of like a monthly detox ritual to really sweat it all out. Just be mindful that if you're a total hot yoga junkie, you may not be properly engaging your muscles because you're just 
you're sweating and you don't realize you're actually not working that hard. All right, so that is the answer to the hot yoga question. I'd love to hear from you. Do you prefer yoga in an air-conditioned room and just normal temperature? Are you a huge fan of hot yoga? Let me know in the comments if you're listening to this on YouTube or over in our private Facebook group, yogahackscommunity.com on Facebook. Make sure to get on my mailing list. Learn about the upcoming retreats and yoga teacher training that's happening in January and again in September. All those details are on my website. And of course, I'd love it if you would rate this podcast or just leave me a quick review. So much love. Be sure to ask questions in the group as well because maybe I can answer it next time. And have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. From my heart to yours, namaste. Always come to your mat. Always be stretching your body, your mind, your soul. From my heart to yours, namaste.